This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Avoid Probate with Jason Laidler. Heard every Sunday at 8 a.m. on Zoomer Radio. Welcome to the program with a unique focus on helping Canadians avoid probate. The one thing everyone should know about probate is that it's not inevitable. With some planning and good advice, you can avoid the exhausting, expensive and time-consuming probate process and have your affairs settled quickly and privately. Speaking of good advice, here are your hosts of Avoid Probate. Good morning, Zoomer listeners. Welcome to the Avoid Probate Show. I'm Jason Laidler. Glad you're here joining us this morning on AM 740 Zoomer Radio. Hope you've uh, had a chance to get your tea and coffee ready and ready to learn something about probate. Hopefully that's uh, a weekly theme here for you. Hopefully, hope you're learning something every week. We actually um, have a very, very special show for you today. And I'm going to cut right to the chase for you. Um, we have a special, uh, today is the day we introduce our special co-host and I don't mind telling you and, and he won't mind telling you that, uh, we've been eagerly awaiting his arrival on the show. Uh, before we get to that though, I'm going to explain that in anticipation of him being part of the show weeks and weeks and weeks ago, we did have produced, um, a promo for the show that was going to be airing throughout the week leading up to the initial show uh, weeks and weeks ago, like I said. But um, for reasons that will be explained soon, we couldn't air this promo for you. But the promo, we liked it so much, I think you should hear it. So we're going to play the promo for you right now before I introduce the new co-host. Listen to this. Hi. Hello. So I understand that you and I will be co-hosting a new show called Avoid Probate Sundays at 8 a.m. on Zoomer Radio. Yes, we'll be helping people avoid probate and in turn save money and the legal inconveniences that come with it. Well, that sounds quite helpful. That's the goal. You know, your voice sounds familiar. Have you done radio before? Yeah, a little bit here, a little bit there. Premiering this Sunday morning at 8 on Zoomer Radio, listen for Avoid Probate with that guy and some other guy. (laughs) Okay, well, I don't know if I'm that guy. I can't figure that out either. Or if I'm the other guy. And uh, I don't know if you recognize that other voice. I mean, I'm hoping you recognize mine at this point. But it's my great pleasure to uh, introduce to the show, finally, the one and only... Ted Walshen. Welcome, Ted Walshen, to the Avoid Probate Show. Thank you very much, Jason. Nice to be here. Um, My apologies for taking so long to be here, but I got kind of tied up. Well, I was going to say, uh, we, we expected you to be here about seven weeks ago. Did you, like, make a wrong turn or uh, something? So on parking, your... <laughs> parking's terrible, isn't it? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Parking's terrible. Well, you're here today, and we're. I'm glad you are, because... Uh, You've had quite the distinguished radio career. We want to talk about that a little bit uh, today. I mean, it is the Avoid Probate Show, and I've got some Avoid Probate info for you. Before the show's over, we're going to cram a bunch of stuff into this this hour. But, Ted, I mean, well, maybe we should uh, We'll go into our first break, and then when we come back from the first break, we'll dive into a little bit of uh, Ted's extraordinary radio career. We'll be right back. 
Learn more about avoiding probate at avoidprobate.ca or call 1-844-667-7628. Back with more Avoid Probate after this. Good afternoon, friends. We are gathered here to remember, insert your name, and we're heartbroken because, insert your name, did not avoid probate. So the loved ones of, insert your name, have to wait a long time for what rightfully is theirs. I see I've made you cry. Recent changes in law make probate slower, more complicated, and more expensive. Don't make it harder for your loved ones. Avoidprobate.ca this is Avoid Probate on Zoomer Radio with Jason Laidler of avoidprobate.ca. Welcome back to the Avoid Probate show on Zoomer Radio. I'm here with our very special co-host, Ted Walshin, uh, who we've been missing for the past few weeks, but you're here now, Ted. So why don't you tell the listeners uh, a little bit about uh, your background and uh, why you're late? Why I'm late? Um, I've been, I, I caught covid Back uh, back in April, so I spent uh, uh, about a week or so at home, not feeling too well, and then finally got to a point where I had to check myself into the hospital. So in the hospital for a week and a half, and then I've been at home uh, recuperating now for about the last four and a half weeks. And I want to tell you, for those people who think this is some sort of a fake flu or just a regular flu, uh, you're dead wrong. And, and I choose those words specifically dead wrong because that's what it is it's it can be for me it was unfortunately i lost a good friend uh, due to covid it's uh, it's an awful awful just uh, i can't even describe how, how difficult it is to deal with and i'm still dealing with it and still don't have anywhere near the strength that i had i've lost about 30 pounds it's it's a terrible thing. So for those of you who are hesitating, deciding whether you should or shouldn't get vaccinated or whether you should or shouldn't uh, wear a mask, if you want to call me sometime and chat about it, I'd be more than happy to explain to you in, in a more colorful language exactly what it was like that week and a half in the hospital in this last uh, month or so at home. Speaking of getting vaccinated, Ted, weren't you like just days away? I was. I was, I was uh, three or four days away, although it wouldn't have made a difference because when, you, when you're vaccinated, apparently it doesn't really kick in for the first couple of weeks. It probably wouldn't have made um, that much of a difference, but uh, fortunately, and, and I want to tip my hat to, beginning with, with the paramedics who picked me up at my house out in, in, in Peel, I live out in Mississauga, and uh, the, the, the tremendous staff, everyone from the nurses to the therapists to the doctors, everybody at Credit Valley Hospital, they were just uh, outstanding. I mean, Honestly, I look at them, and I don't know how they do that job. They are, you look at them, and some of them, they are so beaten. Yeah. Because you're faced with nothing but, but death, illness, and, and, and in death in some cases. I was in the COVID ward. I wasn't in intensive care, and I wasn't... Uh, you never needed the respirator. I didn't. I was on uh, oxygen for uh, nine of the ten days I was there, but it was just the tubes in your nose. So my, my situation wasn't as bad, but... I watch what these nurses and therapists and doctors go through, and my hat's off to them because I could not have put up with, with the kind of uh, pressure that they go with that they're under each and every day. So God bless them. Yeah, all. I don't. Um, good for you for. Uh, well, you know, in the there. thing is too, as well as I mean, a lot of the nurses. I mean, they're well younger. <laughs> like that's all relative, but but they're younger and, and and they have children, right? So they finish these twelve-hour shifts. Yes, in in which they've been changing sheets and changing diapers for people and just and helping them nursing with bed sores and and the the amounts of the, all the different things that they do to. 
to comfort these 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 people. And after they finished, I mean, they're exhausted, yep. and they got to go home. And in many cases, they go home to feed their families yep. and, and to take care of their families. And it's, again, I mean, my my hats off to them. Tell the listeners a little bit about your radio experience. You said uh, in that promo that you've done a little bit here and there. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've been in, in. I started working in radio back in. Uh, I don't know, 45 years ago, 46 years ago, something like that. They had radios back then? They did. You had to crank them and uh, <laughs> the little, little mice were running on the wheels. I did. I started in, in, in a station which doesn't exist anymore in Brampton called Chick, C-H-I-C. And from there I went to Peterborough's and Montreal's and Hamilton and came here to Toronto. I worked, uh, was there when Q107 signed on. Worked at CFNY, which was the most unique and... Uh, outstanding experience that I've ever had. Not to say that it's better necessarily than any stations. And most recently at, uh, at 1010, where I did a, uh, a show on Saturday afternoon. Prior to that, I did uh, the mornings for 10 years. that took over, or at least I followed Wally Crowder. I didn't replace Wally because you can't really replace a guy who's yeah. been there for 50 years. So I followed Wally. And Wally, how long did Wally do the morning show for? 50 years. 50? Like 5-0. 5-0. Wow. Yeah, which is virtually impossible today because yeah, when you start in, in, into a format, and he was in his 20s, because he left when he was in his mid-70s, I guess, something like that. At that point, when, you, when you're in your early 20s starting off in radio, you're, you're in music radio generally, in, in many cases, and, and probably working in the kind of, playing the kind of music that you wouldn't want to be playing when you're 60. So in Wally's case, I mean, it, he was in music, and music eventually turned into talk, and just as, toward the end of his... Oh, I see. It wasn't end, always end talk. No, 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 no. They always had talk segments, and they had, you know, great commentators and newscasters and uh, interviewers, but no. So I can only imagine, you know, doing the morning show in the biggest city in the country. There's, uh, you've done a few interviews in your time, and there's probably not a lot of... Um, Know, personalities, let's say, in the GTA who who don't know uh, Ted Walsh at this point. Uh, I'm I'm really thrilled to be here. I mean, you you and I met through a mutual friend a while ago, and we spent a lot of time talking on the phone. And then I guess we grabbed uh, lunch one day back when human beings could actually eat in front of each other. Yeah, I vaguely remember. Yeah, that. and um, we started talking about it. And your company, Avoid Probate, which I found quite fascinating. Uh, having you know grown up and and watched what happened in in you know in in the final years of my parents my grandparents life and understanding a little bit later years later what that all meant to them financially and the difficulties yes. that, that they that they went through and not realizing because growing up as a young kid you know once you realize okay you, you think okay well when mom and dad die they're gonna leave me money or they're going to leave me something. Yeah, if you're lucky. It's going to be like a tooth fairy with an envelope underneath my pillow. And, uh, of course, back you know, when, when you're really young and you grow up and you don't realize, well, there's a thing called government uh, that always wants a little bit of uh, everything that you have. So in speaking to you and relating back to my parents and grandparents and, and their final years and thinking like, okay, well, I'm in that situation now. Now I've got to think about this personally. Right. What, what's going to happen to me? And be like, well, now, well, I'm gone. I have two children. Uh, who gets my debt? Do I give it to both of them? Do they split my debt? Because I'm not leaving them any money. I have no money. They're going to inherit I, the kingdom. But I, but I have debt. Right. So who, who do I give the debt to? I want to be fair. Well, I'm glad you brought that up, actually, because I was remiss in, in yeah. saying that the, you know, the genesis of the Avoid Probate show was from me being on your show. 
And I I was a guest. I was I was a guest on Ted's show uh, not that long ago, and I was I was blown away. Can't think of another term to, to describe it. I was blown away by the response and the reaction that I got at AvoidProbate.ca, but from being a, a guest for twelve minutes on on your previous show, and that's what led us to be here today. And it's been it's been incredible. And and I mentioned before on this show how amazed I am at the reaction and the response, the positive responses I keep getting um, by emails and phone calls and and that kind of thing from listeners. Who want to be? Uh, who want more information, or who want uh, want to talk about their own situation, like like you are? And I was going to mention that again uh, later on, and encourage people to continue to e- write and email. And I always say I'm, I try to I'm going to try to get back to every question and share uh, some of them with the listeners in what I call the mailbag mm-hmm. uh, towards the end of the show. Now, before we get there, though, we do have another guest in the studio with us today. And I'm looking forward to this because I listen to his program on a weekly basis. I should say every week because sometimes I sleep. Yes, and I was going to say our, our guest today is well acquainted with the, the Zoomer studio because he happens to host his own show right here on uh, Sunday mornings. We'll introduce him and let him tell you all about his great show as soon as we get back from this quick break. We'll be right back. Learn more about avoiding probate at avoidprobate.ca or call 1-844-667-7628. Back with more Avoid Probate after this. My name is Marilyn and I avoided probate. Our story begins when Marilyn paid a visit to her mom's bank. She noticed something odd. She had 100% of her money tied up in GICs, making 1%. It wasn't enough to sustain her. She was dipping into her capital big time. Marilyn wanted to disperse the money for her mom's needs as she ages. She had acquired power of attorney. No, you can't do anything with her accounts. They're in her name. And that was that. I was overwhelmed by everything. I didn't know what to do. That's when Jason from avoidprobate.ca stepped in. There was a sense of urgency because Marilyn's mother is no spring chicken. This process takes time. And I didn't know how much time we had. He walked me through what I should do when I went to the bank, what I should say to them. Not only that, Jason went with Marilyn to the bank. They weren't happy that I was sitting across the table from them in the office and they knew that we were trying to move this money. But I knew that we had a right to do that and that it was the right thing to do. Persistence paid off and we got the transfer done in time. So many seniors have these GICs at the bank. They will be probated. They will be frozen. They're paying next to nothing. And they're locked in with maturity dates. It drives me crazy. I don't understand why anybody buys these things. There are much better options out there. And sometimes we can do this transfer at no cost to the account holder. Should you get in touch with avoidprobate.ca? Anybody who has non-registered accounts at the bank needs to look into the services we provide at avoidprobate.ca because, by definition, you can't put a beneficiary on a non-registered account at the bank. You can put a beneficiary on a non-registered account at an insurance company. The rules are different. I felt that the banks thought I was a thief, but Jason made me feel so much better. I know we've done the right thing. Call us at avoidprobate.ca on the toll-free number, but call us before your mom or dad passes away. That's when we can help you. Have the conversation with your parents and avoid probate like Marilyn did with avoidprobate.ca. Call 1-844-667-7628. This is Avoid Probate on Zoomer Radio with Jason Laidler of avoidprobate.ca. Welcome back. You're listening to the Avoid Probate Show on AM740 Zoomer Radio. I'm Jason Laidler here with my brand new co-host, the one and only Ted Walsh. And well, 
It's not exactly brand new. Brand new makes it sound like it's your first day on the job, Ted. And I guess in a way it kind of is. But you know, it is for this not, job, sure. not quite accurate. Um, it's our pleasure um, and actually quite fun to introduce our guest today. Welcome, Paul Kenny. Paul, tell us uh, about your show, Consignment Heroes. Welcome to the Avoid Probate Show. What are you guys doing over there? As I say in our show, at the end of this show, I'm going to be smarter and the <laughs> listeners are going to be smarter. Sounds good. But I want to say something about what Ted, what he was just saying there. Uh, the other day I was with, in a hospital getting a test. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know on our, our show, we give away gift certificates to Cheese Boutique. Yeah, what, it's a ama- great, what a great place that is. Oh, it is. It's a great place. But it's amazing how many of our people who've won the guest, won it by guessing the price of gold, and they'll give, they told me, give my gift, give my um, gift certificate to a first responder. Oh, Good nice. And no, it, but you want to know something? It gives me just even a chill right now because I remember when I gave away the first one, it was, wow, it made me feel good. And just to walk in and say, do you, do you live in the area here and someone and just gave it away and it made me just feel good of giving away their stuff. I was yeah. going to say, what did you do, like flag down an ambulance or something? That no, was driving no, by? I was at the <clears> hospital. <throat> I went to the hospital and then another first responder. And I know how, what you just said, they work a 12-hour day. Yeah. Yeah. And then they got to go home. Yeah. And the smile on their faces when I give them about the, these things, because they're not expecting it. I just walk in and say, here, you know, and I just give it to them. And But it's also the, the, the good vibes from the listeners who say... Yeah. No, give it away. Yeah, nice. so give it touch. to a first responder. But you wait. These people who just spent 12 hours working in the hospital, you give them a gift certificate to Cheese Boutique, they go into Cheese Boutique, that's another 12 hours of shopping. <laughs> that's another. Have you ever been there? Uh, uh, I love it. I, it's been a long time. Oh, it's, have, it's a fabulous. Now, I've they've got there. this cheese show coming up on the Food Network. Yeah. And uh, that, that in conjunction with the, with the boutique, right? Oh, yeah, and they've opened up patios across the street, and we're no, looking for... the television for, show, I'm saying. A te- no, a te- and he's written a book. I don't know where he's got time for all this stuff. I don't either. But... That's the owner, Afram? Afram and Agam. And his brother. Yeah, and his brother, and it's just amazing, and yeah. it, 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 whatever we say, it, we're understating it, but... I got to talk about us. Yeah. So I, I should say that we give away these certificates. This is my shameless plug. On my show and from 11 Which is to 12. Consignment Heroes. Consignment Heroes from 11 to 12 on Sundays, exclusively on Zoomer. Which, in which it's you co host with your son Bogart, whom you're constantly making fun of and, and, and beating and, and treating very unkindly. I well, he's, he's a lot smarter by the end of the show. But I'm also <laughs> with Glenn Pye from Glory Days, who's yeah. down the street from Cheese Boutique. But our whole business, you're, not gonna, you're just going to be talk, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll our whole in. business is taking the stress. And what you do, you take the stress out of downsizing. Or what I think this is what, with the probate, mm-hmm. everything that's rearranged in, in advance. Like yesterday, we were at a place, and someone, it's always a lot better when the people are still alive, and you're pre-planning it, mm-hmm. because we get to ask questions, and we get make you the most amount of money for what you're going to get. And you, you've got your house, we sell, we get rid of all the, uh, the contents, get your house ready for sale, and then... When, the, when it's all sold, then it's handed over to a person like Jason here. Mm-hmm. Okay? I think that's how it works. Right? Yeah. I mean, the connection here is uh, we're helping people who, seniors who are downsizing and selling a property in the GTA for like a million or, or a zillion dollars these days. And what they've 
once that happens, they've got this big chunk of money. They've got to do something with it. And what I've alluded to before in past shows is if that money goes to the bank, it's going to be probated and it's going to be frozen. There's better options uh, with regard to investing that money at insurance companies where we can put beneficiaries on the money, which you cannot do with the bank, and that avoids the probate process. So it, it all it all ties in. Because we know that seniors are downsizing. You know they're downsizing oh. every day across the GTA. And you, you make a good point. I mean, this all works way better when uh, mom or dad are still alive. And then we can do the planning while they're still alive. But but you're so you're going in. The decision's been made to sell the property. I, we want to know, like, tell us some of your, your horror stories or okay. highlights or thrills or spills or whatever. Okay, my son's name is Bogart. And this is how it came up. And Glenn, my other uh, my the other co-host, he went from looking at a collection. The gentleman passed and didn't tell his kids. The kids want to sell the house. They knew he had a collection, but they threw out all the clothes to Goodwill mm-hmm. or, or someplace like that. And I was um, and in there was we know for sure was a Humphrey Bogart suit from a movie. Uh. Worth between five and ten thousand dollars. <laughs> now, not only did they not get money for it, but I mean, and it's it's lost now because right. it's lost to history. I mean, people are willing to pay for it; they would use the money. But it's also, I would have given it to my son. You know what I mean? Yeah. But the idea that they didn't know your son Bogart, my son Funny Bogart, that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, no. But my point is, is that they, if they were al- if we were doing what we're doing ahead of time. In, in a, to give over to you for probate mm-hmm. uh, um, assistance here, um, we could have gotten the ten thousand. And I only know about that. I don't know how much other else in the clothes. Like one time, we bought a, a gentleman bought a suit at a garage sale, and in the breast pocket was seventy five uh, no thirty seven nineteen thirty five hundred dollar bills. Wow, really? And they were up to worth between five hundred and thousand dollars each. Okay, but and he paid seventy five dollars and didn't even talk the person down. Okay, paid the full value for the suit. But we want to take. We try. There's two things we do. We want to take the stress out of it. And how many times? And I and I'm not trying to be morbid here, but it's like if the the husband passes and the the kids are there or the wife and he collected. Fire hydrants, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And they don't know anything about fire hydrants. Right. They think they're scrap yeah. or whatever, but mm-hmm. it's a lot better. I mean, we've got comics, coins, cards, um, even whiskey balls. I mean, there's so much that we go into. Records. We sold a Pink Floyd the other day for $2,500. What? Okay. And when it had been played. And we, we know how it ends, too. It's, it, it amazed me as well. But the point here is that... You want to know and be able to get rid of it, okay? Uh, one of my bad, well, this is a story that's kind of sad, but turned out okay. Um, uh, person, um, this person was a buyer for a record company, and he um, ended up passing, and his mom, uh, the, the, the play, he moved into a place, had not unpacked anything. He had 30,000 CDs, 5,000 albums, signed stuff, Toys, everything like this, and she was crying, crying because the the apartment building people want everything gone in three days or four days, whatever it was. It was yeah. really close. I walked up, and and I just asked how much is the funeral. She says I need eight thousand. 
I opened two, three boxes, and I says, I'll take it. But it, the stress on her was so much that it was nice to do a favor. I'm still living with this favor, this good deed. No good deed goes unpunished. That's but, no, say. I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. But if it had been planned, it would have been better. And if we, if I do my job right and take the stress out and hand it over to you and you do your job right, mm. only good things can happen. Unless we're in a hurry to give the money to the government. Mm. I mean, you know that. And the government is not. We all want to give the money that is due the government. Okay, okay. Speaking of the government, <laughs> okay. I've got to jump in and explain something to you and the listeners. You're part of the reason, well, not you personally, but the, the reason... The rules for probate changed in 2015. The province introduced brand new rules, and believe me, they didn't make it any more fun than it already was. They introduced the estate information return, Form 9955, because they knew that uh, revenue was slipping through the cracks because all these assets that you're talking about that you're finding in the homes, all these things that don't have a paper trail. You know, obviously the money at the bank, the investment in the insurance company, all these things have a paper trail. that They know how much tax you owe on these things because of that. But when you have, I don't know, a signed World Series baseball by Babe Ruth or whatever the coin collection is or things like that that do not have a paper trail, although they could be worth a lot of money, it was easier, it was easy for the executor back then to, quote, forget to list this item and value it on the application for the probate. In other words, you know, they weren't, they weren't paying as much as they really should have been paying, but there was no way for anybody to know because, like I said, there was no paper trail. So oh, let me but, finish here. The, the government realized they were losing all this revenue from, from these... Inve- not investments, these assets, uh, the gun collection, the Royal Dalton, whatever it is. So this new form was created, and today, if you're an executor today and you're filing this document, you, there is so much pressure on you, there is so much liability on you to not forget to include these items, which means the province is getting the, the pound of flesh they were looking for. And I just want to say one more thing about this and throw this out there to be the devil's advocate. One of the reasons that you are not going to forget to list these items today is because if by chance there's a sibling or a niece or a nephew who's got an axe to grind with you, mm. and if they know mm. that you forgot to put down the value but of here's, let me Let me just throw this at you for yep. a sec, Jason. It's already interrupted. No. Uh, by the way, you're listening to the Avoid program, Probate Program. So I, I have a grandfather who passes, and, and meanwhile I go over to his house before everything's being cleaned out and getting ready to be auctioned off by... By Paul and by um, and and by Bogart, and I and I know that he's got a collection of of Stanley Cup rings that he somehow got a hold of. Sure, and I just take those rings before everybody comes and cleans the place out. Oh, that happens. Is that theft? If it I'm is. the only person who is going to have access to any of this once he once he passes, because the government hasn't smelled it. Well, if you're the only person, it's hard to say it's theft if you're going to inherit it anyway. Yeah. You know, it's hard to say it's theft. Of course, I don't really know if I'm the only person Definitely who's going to inherit it, right? Definitely karma. But, but the fact of the matter is, it was supposed to be reported. Yeah. The value of it. Because, again, Paul, like, these things can add up to ten, twenty, fifty, hundred thousand dollars $100,000, whatever the number is, and the probate fee applies to the total value of the estate. So, you know, you... you 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 cut out fifty grand here, you cut out fifty grand there. Well, that's revenue that the province is not getting 
That's one of the reasons they changed the rules, implemented these new filing requirements, filing deadlines and penalties, and a four-year reassessment period. If they if they smell something's not right, they got four years to reassess the whole thing. No. Well, that's why they need you. That's right. I know why they need me. Okay, well. I want to know why they need you. That's <laughs> why they need me. I want to hear what some of your, uh, you know, the, the crazy fines are. In the Okay. Um, we have right now... Uh, There's a collection I know in Hamilton of a card collection worth literally six figures. Sports cards? You said cards? Cards. Really? Sorry. This is my teeth. I just had surgery. So it's a sport, but it needs special. It could go in the wrong hands. It could sell for $20,000 in the right. It needs to be worked, as I call it. It has to be what we do is we do the authentication, the grading, and all this. But they need special help. But this would also make a difference if it's, like I said, if I'd sold it and handed it over, it's easy to divide. No lawyer's fees, any of that other stuff is out of the way. But it's a collection that's worth this kind of money. And to give you an idea, is some of it's unopened packs, okay. which you, I, without getting too detailed, it's the cards that haven't been taken out of the packs. That still have the gum in them. Still have the gum in them. <laughs> and we have to tell people, it's 40 years old, don't eat the gum. But... They open them. And I, really? This, yeah. An auction house in up in northern Ontario, not that far much north, but north of Toronto, had a $35,000 box of cards. Okay. And they opened them all so they could show. Oh. They turned 35000 This is an auction house that knew what he was doing, kind of. It depends if you want more money. He didn't know what he was doing. If you want less money, he knew exactly what to do. <laughs> he opened up the box of cards. And I know this for a fact because we got the wrappers out of the garbage. He threw out the wrappers, which were worth two to three, three, three to four hundred dollars. Okay, and this is an auction. Oh, I do this all the time. I'm a professional. Some professionals are not as smart as other ones. Sure, I'm just going to say that. Thank but you. this happens. But this is a collection that in cards. Um, and, and I, I say this, and I try not to be condescending. When you find that box of car, comics or cards in the attic or on the shelf, more damage is done in the first five minutes that the kids or the people who don't know what's going on get those cards or comics or coins. Oh, they handle them. Look at how nice this one is. Shiny. I'll rub it up. And they'll do more damage in five minutes than happened in the last 45 years when I was sitting on that shelf. So, so this company that gets $35,000 worth, worth of cards unopened, they open them. What did the value drop down to? Two. To two grand. 2000 I think it was 1800 Oh. Oh, no, no, no. Wait a minute. I got all the wrappers. He threw them out. Garbage is garbage. I'm sorry. I did garbage dump just diving. There was the 24 wrappers that were worth about 4000 to me. What, just the wrappers? Just the wrappers. Now, this is what people don't understand. No, I don't understand. That is bizarre. I do not understand that. Glenn and I have an an offer right now. Someone has a 1979-80 unopened box of of hockey cards worth about $9. We're paying $100,000 today. We'll pay it. As long as we can know it's verified and it's free. Pay it, and that's only 40 years ago. I sometimes say, I don't want... I know we're going. This is. I don't want your grandmother's stuff. I want your grandkids' stuff, <laughs> because the video call. You know, like Pokemon card just sold for three hundred thousand dollars. These are things in your house worth more than your house, or worth more than your uh, refrigerator for sure. But it's what we go and we go and do. And like I say, 
we take the stress out of it. And that's the first, because you don't know. A lot of times the kids have no clue what's going on. No, of course. Grandfather collected this stuff, and well, I don't, who the heck is well, Babe Ruth? What, and what about these, <laughs> these stories where you hear where people go, and, and they go to a, uh, to a garage sale, and they pick up a painting, and they only take the painting because it, it's got the same tone of green that, that, that exists in their den, and, well, that'd look nice, I need a little space. And they buy this thing for like six, seven bucks, and it turns out the thing's worth like forty, fifty thousand dollars $50,000. Happened to me. Really? I'm at a place, and the wife... See, I'd be on the other end of that. No, no, yeah, no, this was... Hey, a honey, big... I got rid of it. <laughs> That's exact. I'm buying some stuff off a person who worked for General Foods. Um, I buy a bunch of advertising stuff. I'm walking out, and there's a painting sideways on the wall, and I don't even know. And it's, it's just it's on the ground, though. The wife doesn't like blue, so I say I don't mind blue. I'll take a look, and I says I'll take a shot, and I paid five hundred dollars. It ended up being by you know the um, Coca Cola Santa Clauses. Yeah, they're all done by a very famous. I think his name is Sumblum. And it was an early painting of his done for an advertising. Oh, really? And and she wanted out of the house. I probably could have got it for two fifty. I was willing to gamble. Yeah. It looked nice. I, it looked like a an advertising piece to me. Yeah. Okay, but no, this happens in garage sales and stuff like this. We tell people, let us vet your stuff. I mean, I don't know how many times it happens. Someone donates to one of these places, and I'll see a Valley Village sticker, or a, uh, and it'll say $4.99 for a piece of sterling that I end up giving the picker $500 for, okay? Or gold. I mean, oh, this is costume. No, it's not. That 18 means it's gold, yeah. okay? And we've had, we have the charities come in as well, and people give it away, and I do not... Mine, but you have to donate. I don't want to. I do not like to donate to people who have more money than I do, but they have. They'll donate. So, and a lot of times they just throw it away, and they need someone like us to go through it. Okay. Now, and like I say, painting. Okay. Are go. you guys charging a a fee for the service to to show up at the front door, or is it is it first half hour is free? First half hour is free. So you're not just getting like a piece of the action. You're oh, no, I do that. No, we, we are not like other people. We have, if you only have a hammer as your tool, everything looks like a nail. Every problem is a nail. We can either, you can consign it, and we'll tell you that might be the way to go, or you can put an auction. We never put gold and silver into auction. You have to be an idiot to do that. And, or uh, we'll buy it outright. Okay, so we have different things. Or if you're going to donate it, it's no sense donating it to, if they're going to get $8 and it's a $900 item, the charity should get the most money. And it will, if we sell it for 900 and you can decide. After we give you the money, they'll go to you, and they'll do something with it. But if they want to donate yeah. it, and I'm sure you have different ways to handle that, if they want to donate it, it's easy to donate money, okay? Sure. And even when you're, you simplify everything, so then it comes down to, if a lot of it's cash, I've never met any kids or charity that have said, no, I don't want the cash. <laughs> no, well, maybe it happens someplace. Well, getting back to being the person in charge of dealing with all this stuff on behalf of the estate and behalf of the family and the and the beneficiaries, I've said on the show before, you do not want to be an executor in Ontario if you can help it. Because if imagine if you were the guy who uh, you know got rid of those cards for thirty five bucks and then found out, or if, or if a, if a beneficiary finds out they were actually worth one hundred and thirty five thousand dollars, you have a problem. That, mm-hmm. that executor. You know, rightfully could be sued. I mean, you have to get fair market value uh, in the best interest of all beneficiaries 
when when you're in that position, and it could be very stressful for sure. Well, you have to do it. I mean, this is why you'd like to do it when the when the, the person owner of the goods is still around. Because yep. well, sometimes you have a question. We'll have a question. Like we'll say, "What is this?" And sometimes I don't know everything. I know a lot, but I don't know everything. Glenn knows the other part that I don't know. But in this case here, you want to have some. I say. What is this? How? Why did you collect this? And on our show, we say a lot of times, when you're looking around the room, if you're listening to us, go write little notes. While you're still lucid, write little notes. This is Uncle Harry who won these medals in World War II for bombing out a, um, <clears throat> taking out a submarine or something. Mm-hmm. Or I paid five my. My grandfather gave me this, and he paid me $5,000. Why is the word 5000 looks like nothing. Yeah. If you look at a Picasso, boy, you got to know your Picassos. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? But And then take when we do this and do it in advance, and then you do your part about avoiding the probate, because you know something, the probate <laughs> thing, these courts are backed up forever. They yeah. are. Yep. And you can just go and say, okay, and, and they'll stay... It's better to have the cash rather than wait for the government to give it to you. You're listening to the Avoid uh, Probate Show. He's Jason Laidler of Ted Walsh, and our guest in the studio is Paul Kenny, who, along with his son Bogart Kenny, are the hosts of Consignment Heroes here on Zoomer Radio every Sunday morning from 11 till 12. Uh, what fascinates me is when, for example, Michael Jackson died, everybody ran out to buy the Thriller album thinking, okay, well, I'm going to buy this thing because it's, uh, it's, it's going to be selling for like $10,000. Yeah, if you live 50,000 years, because it's all based on how much is available in the market, right? It's funny. The things that people throw away or the things that accumulate, the things that nobody knew about 10 years ago, yeah. like Pokemon or even some of the cards. and, right, right. and uh, Well, I'll, give you, I'll just th- toss one at you. I was going through some stuff, cleaning up my den, and, and I ran into a box of magazines. One of them is, is the front of Sports Illustrated, and it's the, it's the front cover of the Blue Jays when they won the World Series. Is there any value to that? Probably not. The Blue Jays are excellent marketers. Like McDonald's is an excellent marketer. Someone's an excellent marketer. Part of excellent marketing is they make a lot of it. But it's but did it bring a smile to your face? <laughs> it did. So uh, people want to tune in. Are they better off calling you, waiting to get on, or are they better off texting you in advance and saying, here's the question that I want to ask. When should I call it? They can call us. And my store number is 905-737-4653. I also, I'm giving my cell number out. Six four seven two nine eight eight nine eight nine. But or they call the show because you know something, we love it when people ask and then we get to find out what the people are thinking or asking about, what's mm-hmm. important to them. I would have known about cups and saucers except for some people calling in. Okay, and then I started researching it and I find, oh, a cup and saucer sold for twenty five hundred dollars. I can't get that. I can get two hundred dollars for a whole set of china. And you wonder why there's so many hoarders around? Because people are saying, "Well, yeah, you know, I, sh- I got this through Nestie or some promotion. Yeah, that's probably useless. Let's just throw it out." Well, no, it could be twenty five thousand. So you keep that, and you keep this, and you keep this, and you keep that. You keep that. Oh, and here's a, you know, new, um, you know, Trump's uh, voted in as president. Front page of the Washington <laughs> Post. Keep that thing. Keep this. Keep this. And then next thing you know, you got this house with uh, nine cats and four hundred uh, newspapers. Hoarding only works, and some people are like, I'm not a hoarder, I'm a collector. It only works if you sell it, but that's the problem. We were in one house where we couldn't get the gurneys in to take the person out because the piles, you Ugh. just couldn't move in this house. 
And it ended up being $20,000 worth of stuff. Right. And it should have been sold ahead of time. Mm -hmm. That's all that can be said. And the problem is, is that the kids don't know, and they got to ask. Whenever, you know, that's the best yeah. thing. It's fascinating stuff, and, and, and it's a fascinating show because I, 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 sometimes I lie there in bed. Sometimes I sit there right around my kitchen table, and I listen, and I go, wow, that's all, these are all great real stories, real stories. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, we we're not we're not we are we you know I did a reality show storage wars yes some yes. of it was real yes I I, <laughs> I semi watch those shows okay I listen to your show the storage wars it's like well okay you start seeing the boom mics coming in from the side but, the guys just oh just look what I just found oh I I know yeah. but well I'm having more fun doing this do you know why because I'm helping people the yeah. same way Jason's going to help people for sure for Wait, sure this is stuff they don't know about and it's like. And the kids ought to be listening. And if, 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 other, if, if you're the adult, uh, the mom and pop, you ought to be telling them, say, hey, this is how this is going to go down, you know, and you've got to prepare. Yeah. So and, 11 to 12, uh, Sunday mornings for Consignment Heroes, is that right? And with Glenn Pye from Glory Days. And yes. Excellent. A real pleasure meeting you. Yep. Thanks for being here, Paul. It's fun. very say interesting. Hello to, yep. Say hello to Pie Man for me. Oh, I will. I will. All right. We'll take a break and we'll come back and uh, the mailbags. I love this yep. segment. The mailbag right. <laughs> right here on Avoid Probate on Zoomer Radio. Learn more about avoiding probate at avoidprobate.ca or call 1-844-667-7628. Back with more Avoid Probate after this. This is Avoid Probate on Zoomer Radio with Jason Laidler of avoidprobate.ca. Welcome back to the Avoid Probate Show. Jason Laidler here with my co-host Ted Walshin on AM740. That was a great uh, chat we had there with Paul. Um, didn't leave us a lot of time for the mailbag. I'm just going to touch on, a, on something real quick because... And I want to say thanks again to everybody for your questions and your emails. Please keep them coming. I haven't given out the contact information yet. I'm going to do that right now, actually. Um, I'd love to hear from you. You can email at info at avoidprobate.ca. That's I-N-F-O at avoidprobate.ca. The toll-free number is 1-844-667-7628. That, once again, one 844 Six six seven seven six two eight. After speaking with a few of the listeners who called in last week, Ted, uh, the one thing that came up a few times was something called first dealings, mm -hmm. and we talked about this a few minutes ago um, off the air. First dealings. It has to do with a house, a property that someone's been in for a long time, like a senior citizen. In the one case, it was an eighty-six-year-old lady who's been in the same house for sixty years. Right, and we can take care of the probate on the investments if we do the, the transfer at no cost over to the insurance company, which you've heard me talk about on the show many times before. The house is a bit of a different animal. However, if, you're, if you've been in the house for a long time, you may be eligible for this first dealings exemption. And it has to do with when the land registry system was changed um, starting back in the 80s. The land registry system uh, became the land title system. A lot of people were grandfathered through this process. So if you've not sold the house since then, that's why it's called first dealings. And if you have a will, you have to have a will as well. Uh, you should have one anyway, probably. But if you have a will and the house hasn't been sold since the land transfer system changed, there's a good chance you don't have to worry about paying probate on the house. So just imagine how many people 
don't know this. And imagine how many people have paid probate on properties that were eligible for this first dealings exemption. And, you know, the probate on a house in the GTA, I use a million dollars for rough math, that's a $15,000 probate bill that maybe wasn't necessary to be paid. So it's something you need to uh, talk to the experts about. Not every lawyer is aware of first dealings. Not every realtor is aware of first dealings. If you're looking to sell a, a property, call an expert, have them look into whether or not it's eligible for this valuable exemption. Okay. That said, um, we're getting really short on time because we've had such a jam-packed show today. We're going to run into the last break. Stay where you are. We'll be back in a few, min- in a few minutes for the wrap-up. Learn more about avoiding probate at avoidprobate.ca or call 1-844-667-7628. Back with more Avoid Probate after this. Good afternoon, friends. We are gathered here to remember, insert your name, and we're heartbroken because, insert your name, did not avoid probate. So the loved ones of, insert your name, have to wait a long time for what rightfully is theirs. I see I've made you cry. Recent changes in law make probate slower, more complicated, and more expensive. Don't make it harder for your loved ones. Avoidprobate.ca This is Avoid Probate on Zoomer Radio with Jason Laidler of avoidprobate.ca. Welcome back, Zoomers, to the Avoid Probate show on Zoomer Radio. I'm Jason Laidler here with Ted Walsh, and I just want to say... Thanks to my guest today, Paul Kenny from the Consignment Hero Show, which you can listen to right here on Zoomer Radio on Sundays from 11 a.m. till noon. I want to say thank you to our brand new producer, Kelly, today, who did a great job of making us feel right at home here in our new studio. Uh, we had to change when we got a little bit bigger, and Ted joined the show here. Thanks, Speaking of Ted, thanks to Ted Walshin for surviving COVID mm-hmm. and eventually uh, finding his way here into the Zoomer studio, studio to help me share the avoid probate message with the listeners uh what do you think ted you up for it same time next week i am and i want to thank everybody as, as well for for the kind words and the support during the, the time i went through especially people of credit valley hospital and if you want to contact me you can do that very simply just go to a ted at twmedia.ca ted at twmedia.ca it's a pleasure being here i'm glad that we can help some folks out thanks for having me on all right it's a date enjoy your sunday You've been listening to an exclusive podcast of Avoid Probate with Jason Laidler. Heard every Sunday at 8 a.m. on Zoomer Radio. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.